Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Y'all, I this is a first, and I am so happy because someone, someone basically, we were having technical problems earlier. Someone said, "Well, it must be on your end. It must be on your end." Bam, bam, bam. I and did not what? say it that. was on her end, and her mic is fucked. I didn't say your. I said I would imagine if it's <gasps> on your end that it would be if it's on your hearing it. And I'm not recording. Yeah, I was trying. It was all in your science. tone. It was all in your tone. Yeah, I was trying to be scientific and just suss out the information, and I didn't have emotion involved. But again, no, no, I no, for- no, no. Yes, you did. You did. No, I you forgot. Were awfully what- dismissive. I forgot what your mother did to you, and nothing <laughs> could be not emotional. No, your tone. Your tone is so pointed. Uh huh. It's awful. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure you and your you- mother talk about it. Let me tell you the God's honest truth. She is a monster. <laughs> An absolute monster. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. <laughs> It's reality game. Let's love. Y'all, you think you the, think the, the she's reality, nice on the show? The reality gaze movie is just gonna be me like pouring lie and poodle while he's in bed and like slapping him around. And he plays the nice one. It that's me. That's in reality. That, that's reality gaze is not reality. <laughs> I'm yeah. so kind. Well, <laughs> well, um, y'all, this is reality gaze. Where this are we? Reality gaze. I had to do so much cubicle warrior shit today. I'm glad that I'm doing this now. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. I had you were a little burping. I did. I have a little bit of a burp because I'm drinking a diet, Dr. Pepper. Um, this time of night. Well, 
I was a little bit, uh, just needed to wake up. Who cares? Y'all, if you're over 40, you're over 40. If you say at this time of night, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Remember you could, you could drink like diet Coke at like 11 PM and just go to bed. Now I'm like, it's 4 AM. Like, am <laughs> and I must be honer. Um, you know, I, we said this before that song was written about his mother's cancer. You should oh, listen to that. I forgot it. Forgot you know, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, you know, this anyway. is Reality Gaze Part 2 of Season 8, Episode 8. Um, some <laughs> catchy title. Unsure I'm, and Insecure. Yep, Unsure and Insecure. Uninsured and Insecure. Yes. <laughs> now, um, we, um, y'all, we should let you know that Y'all have been very receptive to Margaret Cho. And, oh, yes. But you know what? You've also, several of you commented, made me feel really good about that you've loved all the crossover, all the collabs that we've done with other podcasters. And we I really feel really proud it. of it. I feel really proud of it. Just yeah. great, a really fun conversation. It's something we're going to look into doing in more of our kind of binges. It's easy to do in binges. Um, so. Be on the lookout for it. So thank you for supporting that. Again, if you want to listen to all of our recaps of Bling Empire, you need to jump on the Patreon, even at the $5 tier for that. Um, damn it. It was almost in my head. There's something I wanted to say. I said it. I said it in the Patreon. And I said, I, I said it and I'm glad. Oh, God. That's a show tune that no one knows from a show called Subways Are For Sleeping. It is a fantastic score. And it is based on an article in the New York Times about uh, homeless men who would ride the subways wearing suits and the, the, the uh, police would not arrest them for loitering. <laughs> it was a flop. That's niche. It's a great score, though. Julie Stein. Anyway, so... I'm sorry. That was really niche. I have to apologize. <laughs> Thank you. That was like gross. Um, <laughs> what was I? I don't remember. I, I said something on the Patreon and I need to say this in the free show. And I don't remember I what don't it was. Was it, was it something about us to, talking to I other podcasters? I don't know. Fuck it. All I know is, thank God the night nurse is here. I don't have to worry about my dad because he had chemo today. And they're like, well, and he could have the same reaction that he had before that put him in a ventilator for a week. So let's hope that doesn't happen tonight. And I'm gonna like. Be sweet sound. Going to be all night with the night nurse. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you found another home. You know you're not alone with the night nurse. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um. Did did you take your CBD today? No. (laughs) And I'm crazy. You're crazy. No, I've been, I've been, I had a day. I, today was my day off from teaching. And if you, if you're like me, you pack every single thing you can into your day off. And I've just been doing things kind of solitary. So you may be the first person I've talked to in for a while. I did talk to my eye doctor. Um, but he's really hot. So yeah. now you're keyed up and you want to get fucked. A little bit, but I can't. You can't. can't. So, well, although LA opened up some today. Yeah, but still, I, I've been contacted by some sissies and they say, even if someone has the vaccine, it doesn't mean they can't pass COVID to you. Because if they come in contact with it, we just don't know yet. So I've still true. shut down my asshole. 
Not happy about it. Boy, sissies will ruin everything. I know. They're right, though. They're They're right, right. though. Yeah. And you know what? And they'll make everything. I hate (laughs) (laughs) y'all. I love that they care. They're like, no. More Bitcoin for Piano Cat 77. Um, anyway, y'all, so Bling, we, we, we did get finalized. We will be doing an interview with Kevin. We're setting that up. Probably um, next week. Kind of a, yeah. we'll be talking about the where are they now that kind of dropped on, was it YouTube or Netflix? I, I don't know what on, it is. on like YouTube, net, it's on like Netflix's YouTube channel. So that's going to be happening. Um, and then, um, y'all, there's a new 90 day show that's coming on Discovery Plus. Not I, I'm less jazzed about it than you are. <laughs> I didn't say I was jazzed. What is it? It's 90 days single, single awareness. Life. Single life. And it's people that are single. I'm not thrilled about it. It's after they've been rejected by their 90 day fiancés. No, it's really like the worst people. I can't. They must have already fil- filmed Britney's segments before Britney like completely this around all the night because Britney is on it. It's Britney leading the single life surprise. Her and Yazan don't work out. Shocker. Um, Colt, yeah, Colt's on it. Colty's on it. Big Uh, Ed, (laughs) Big Ed, and then (laughs) no, I don't ever want to see her again. (laughs) She's had a glow up, y'all. Muhammad left me, y'all. Uh, Muhammad's been leaving her. Muhammad has left her. Muhammad left her the day he came. He did. He did. <laughs> In his mind. Um, yeah. Then Fernanda, uh, Fernanda and John, and there's some one other that we're forgetting. Um, I can't remember. Molly. Molly. Oh, Molly. Molly yeah. of Molly and Louise. So it's six. Um, but it's, so it's kind of two, at least two predators in Colt and Big Ed. So you can try to avoid that as much as you can. One asshole, definitely in Brittany. Um, and I we I don't know much about Fernanda. Uh, Danielle, we got at least one loser. Um, and who else did I say? There was another woman, but, Molly. Molly, we're we're kind of okay with. She's I had like some Molly. recent problems with her daughter. Her daughter has been in uh, in in jail, oh, um, no. and has kind of leveled some nasty things about her, which I won't go into here because none of it's really been. Proven, but they're allegations. So, but <laughs> so, how, but how much can we make fun of these people? Oh, that's that's not a problem. I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying I don't want to watch these wastes of space. But, but we could get Pee Wee could, could come back. True, it is on Discovery Plus though, so it would be our first Discovery Plus kind of niche thing. We just need to think about it. We we haven't talked about, about it. it. I'm glad that you've talked about it on the show before we've actually discussed it. <laughs> well, I wanted to let our listeners know that that show was coming if you wanted to get Discovery Plus. And now people will ask for it. Um, Ooh, I so, didn't mean to do that. Don't ask. No, we will yeah, not. I really, I really wish we had had a discussion off the air, but that's we, okay. I can edit it out. It's fine. No, it's too late. Um, y'all, we will not, not be swayed by public opinion. Yeah, that that is now that is true. <laughs> That's not true. We do what we want. We do what we want. You know why? Because whatever people think of us is none of our business. If you love us, if you hate us, that's none of my business. That's true. We just try to be ourselves, y'all. We do make each other laugh that's and and go and go and go to our own ethical and moral codes. Oh, 
Do we start the show? <laughs> I say let's start the show. Um, let's start with Mike in Italy. Um, they they are you guys. This is a going to be a lot. One eighty. Going to be this is a very long segment. This is a one eighty from last week when we like, saw her like telling kind of like t- telling him he's she's afraid of him that he um she has a high IQ like she kind of went she kind of had a break um it wasn't nice to watch he was no. kind of freaked out by it she was horrible to him um again kind of like she was in Ukraine when she gave the ring back yep. she like had this it was the same thing she just had this break yeah and i don't know if that's a temper thing or where she when she when she starts losing control of things she just kind of something just a switch flips and she'll say anything and everything that is in her arsenal to do it. It's control. Yeah. It's control. Yeah. Um so she's still feeling frustrated. I'm frustrated. Frustrated. Um, and she's like, but I know if I am more soft, you know, more woman ways. <laughs> I will get him to know what I want. The way that Natalie thinks about how to get a man is like from something she read in the Flintstones. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like some washing machine that was a pterodactyl gave her advice. <laughs> you gotta play a good. You gotta play a good girl, soft lady, because guys just want to have girls who listen to them and be really nice. Rick, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> Because she even says, maybe this is later on, but no, she says, either I'm married or I'm right. I prefer to be married. married. And I was like, wait a minute. Have you been listening to Brene Brown where Brene Brown says, I don't want to be right. I want to get it right. And I was like, I think this is different. Uh, No, it just tells you how conceited she is. No. Yeah. It just yeah. It, and, and you can tell she's y'all don't pull over. The idea that she's like, yes, and and my plans that I am making, uh, I I need to convince Mike that uh, I have I that uh, I need to do things that are for me. So she's got all this like, like these these kind of plans and all these machinations to be done. Like she's like, so I must convince him that I that he needs to bring my mother here, and then we get married as soon as possible. And I need to get I need I need him to give ring back my precious. Um, and all yeah. of these things she's getting him to do, kind of not necessarily tricking him. I'm not using that word. That's too strong of a word, but kind of using, manipulating him into doing these things. Agreed. Because there's some type of playbook she's working with that he has no idea of. Um, it's hard. It's kind of hard for me to watch because Mike is so kind of dumb and regular. And if he, he is, is regular, that is a good if, word for him. If, he's, if he is condescending to her, um, it is because she says something out of such far left field. And he he knows that's the only way for him. That's the only way he can handle her. I doubt he's ever lost his temper like she has with him. I think he's always he, his, yeah. his, he always tries to disengage before that happens. I don't think that's his style. Um, and which could almost be worse for Natalie. She kind of needs that drama and it infuriates him when she when he doesn't give it to her. But he's a walking giant and he's probably conditioned himself. He can't get angry or loud because he's probably pretty He'll scary. Scare people. Yeah, I agree. That scared me. 
It scared me. Scared God, me. I miss oh, God, her. I miss smothered. Y'all, if Smothered comes back without Frank, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, Frank's dead. So I know. Not- I'm just saying I'm going to have to make a lot of adjustments to that character um, when he's looking down on them, <laughs> drinking chocolate martinis in heaven. He is drinking a chocolate martini in heaven, Frank. <laughs> with like actual, um, with someone like <laughs> Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine? Hey, if- Frank, enjoying the show downstairs. Yes, uh, Dean, I'm so glad to be here. Uh, There are plenty of strippers to masturbate to and plenty of chocolate martinis for my uh, consumption to promptly drink them. (laughs) And here, I like it because I do not vomit. (laughs) Um, I I feel, I think I've said this before. Y'all, I can't wait to see who Mary ends up dating. Oh, because you know she will. She'll get right back out there. It's going to be cuckoo. So, um, anyway, so <clears throat> Natalie said, she says, uh, I think I is overreacting and I'm sorry for that. I'm very happy to be with you. I try to understand. I put everything behind me. And Mike says, he's like, look, uh, Mike says, I'm sorry too. Um, he said, I'm not here to hurt you. Because I think he, that's a weird thing to say, but I understand why he says that. Because it's like Natalie feels sometimes like people are there to hurt her. Yeah, she's so reactive. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, and he said, I'm trying to have a lot of patience. And uh, the worst thing about it is yeah. there's something about her and her reactions that is so, and this is the wrong word to use, but is like um, not pathetic in a way that we think of, but like um, pathos inducing. Um, It induces something in the watcher. There's something about her that is like, just gives you pathos um, because there's so much hurt for her. There's Uh, a, there is so much hurt for her. You can't, uh, uh, it just feels traumatic. It feels traumatic. Almost like you're reliving it with her. Um, So y'all mom is coming for the weekend and Natalie's like, Again, Natalie is so black and white because she says, like, I does wish you could come know you gave ring back. Yeah, does she know? And he's like, <laughs> Yes, I told yeah. her everything. And like, oh shit. <laughs> and Mike was, oh fuck. And Mike was like, Well, she can be hard headed. And then Natalie goes on and she's like, Is she sentimental? And he's she like, No, she's not sentimental. Not no, no, her. she's not sentimental. I know, like we won't get along with her. And I, I don't know if this is joking, but I, but I don't know if Natalie knows how to joke. That's it's what, very interesting. That's kind of what we find out with mom coming. We learn Natalie doesn't get sarcasm, and Mike seems very <laughs> sarcastic. True. Now, I do think sometimes Mike gaslights her and makes her feel dumb and weird because he just doesn't want to fight about something. So he's like, well, I'll make her feel weirder like crap about it but i also think he's teasing her all the time right no i i kind of agree with you and she doesn't get it oh my god that scared me i like that scared me i leaned over and my notes y'all the way this is it's like two videos it's like poodle and then me but i put my notes so i don't have to look at my face so i can just look at poodle but i moved and i saw a head and I thought somebody was behind you, and I started almost <laughs> to scream because I saw I was at your house the other day, and you were watching a fucking SVU where a guy came and grabbed a woman who was a cam model on her cam. 
and that he climbed in her window. And that's why I can't watch any of those shows. Because I love I SVU. I won't be able to go out oh. anywhere. I love SVU because they're such fucking cowboys. And I love, I, I just love how they're, 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 they're taking on such like just garbage in the world and they're trying to write it. Didn't the episode with Christopher Maloney air? I don't think so. I think it may have, may have, it might have aired on Thursday. I haven't watched Thursday's episode yet. Yeah, I think it aired. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm behind. I'm really behind on all TV that we're not podcasting. <laughs> y'all, y'all made me watch eight episodes of Blake Empire. <laughs> <laughs> and we all know I didn't love it. You know what I did love, though? Which I'm saying now we're doing for a Bi Curious episode. I haven't talked to you about it, but we're doing it. House of Ho on HBO Max. It's fantastic. It's okay. a real, really good reality show with an actual family and an actual family dynamic and patriarchy struggles and uh, and and cultural struggles. It's so good. And a mother who is queen of all shade. And then there's Aunt Tina, who is so sex positive. <laughs> oh, you'll good like for it. her. You'll, you'll, they're, you'll, they're, they're, you need to watch it on the plane when you when you're or when, when the next time you need, or when you were when you were dri- driving or you have a, you have a moment. They're only like forty five minute episodes. They're a Korean family, right? Vietnamese, Vietnamese in Houston. Oh, okay. Oh, in Houston, I'll see you when I go to MD Anderson this week. Um, I think they're in only in the nice areas. No, I'm actually staying in the area. If they're if they live in Chinatown, which is where most a lot of Asian families, I don't live, know. That's where I'm by. Well, there you go. You can just go out and holler in your neighborhood. Hey, hoes! hey, hoes! Where my where my hose at? <laughs> you know they do make a lot of hoe puns. <laughs> oh, they do. So, oh yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, I like that, y'all. If you I, can't be punny about yourself, get over yourself. I do need to say that the father was is is the the kind of patriarch of the family is really obsessed with. Uh, all things American. He's very American centric, and he named his son Washington. And then uh, they named a lot of their other kids after presidents. So there's a there's, a, it- there's a kid named Kennedy. There's a kid named Lincoln. There's a kid named Truman. Uh, and there's a kid named the little girl named McKinley. And I'm like, wow, they really went hard with the ones who were assassinated. That's <laughs> so, y'all. Wow. McKinley assassinated 1901, y'all. Uh, Leon Tregolsh. I uh, I'm really into the presidents who were assassinated. You're gonna have to take your C B D if you don't calm down <laughs> during a commercial break. Is there this is what I need to know for House of Hope? Are there anybody hot and is there somebody gay? I don't think there's anyone gay yet. Um I don't think you'd find Washington hot. I find him exhausting. Okay. Um I haven't but, been in, introduced to hot guys yet. You know, I can watch a show without being hot guys because there's always gay porn afterwards. Gross and true. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into this, y'all. Moms, where are we? Yeah, exactly. Mom's here. Mom's Mike's mom's here, and y'all. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plane. She's from Oklahoma. <laughs> She's not from Oklahoma. She lives no, she there. Lives in Oklahoma. Yeah, and you know what? Um, I see that hairstyle. 
everywhere. What is that? I feel like in my town, either women are really put to. There's three different types of hair. There's like the modern, the the women that like are on Instagram and they're doing yoga and CrossFit and they've got like their hair fixed and really pretty. That's most women. Then there's a small sect of Karen hair. Still yeah, there's a little bit Karen of Karen hair. It still runs strong here. And they're usually people kind <laughs> of, usually women that are ranging up to like late 40s, early Veins 50s. of Karens. Yeah. Like veins of like iron ore. <laughs> but then there's just like parts of town. Like when you go to like, at least in Ardmore, when you go to the dollar store, you just see women with that haircut. With those, that Kim Davis haircut. Those bangs. Those bangs and that kind of like rooster's coxcomb part. Yeah. I I I I was I just I stare at it and wonder wonder why it exists. Um you, you know, instead of staring at it, Natalie just goes, Oh, I like your style. It's so okay. Blue. We now know what Natalie says when she's disgusted by someone. <laughs> yeah, because she said it oh, before. You're so stylish. You, you, I love your blue. I, Bojangles, you're so stylish. You're the most stylish person. That means I can't think of a single thing to say to you. That's because what that means. I don't like you. And that's when this is what I'm going to say to you because I can't talk about your face and your personality. So I'm going to talk about your clothes. Yeah. 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 Um, so y'all, if she says, if you ever meet Natalie and she says that you're stylish, run away. Run away. <laughs> she hates you. I she hate does. you. Now, Trish says, well, I don't have a super impression at this point, but I'm sure we'll work on that. That's a good Trish. Good job. Thank you. It's it's less, it's not really Southern, but it's very measured with what she yeah, said. very measured. And then they're sitting there and it's... um. It's Trish, Mike, Natalie, and the cat somewhere. <laughs> and what do you think this is time? You know what? I think this is time. I think this is time. This is time for a, a newer segment that we like to call Inside outside Voice. Inside Voice. It's outside first. Remember? Because that's oh, yeah. the joke. The payoff comes later. I know you want to say inside voice, outside voice, but that's not correct. Outside Voice. Inside, inside voice. voice. Yes. See, it works better that way, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. So I, I know that because I coined this section and you still don't understand it. So this section was my idea. I know, but I named it. That's what I'm saying. You did, and it's a good name. <laughs> and um, I know you're always gonna fuck it up, which is why I'd rather say I am. it. I am. <laughs> I know, but I want to say one and you say one. Okay. So, y'all, welcome to our new, new-ish new segment called Outside Voice. Outside Voice. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> this is Outside Voice, Inside Voice. I'll be playing the role uh, of Google. Natalie. Uh, and I'm also going to be playing, and you, you, you're going to be playing the role of Trish, I believe, and I'll be playing the role of Natalie's outside voice. Okay. And I think you'll probably playing the role of. How does this work? We should, we should, think, have, we should have discussed. I'm going to play Natalie's inside voice, and you might also be playing Mike. Okay. So y'all, there's. Are you sitting, playing Trish? Yes. 
Okay. Sure. We're both playing double characters. Oh, the range. Y'all the range. The range. <laughs> we're we're the Viola Davises of podcasting. The cat, the cat may come in here too. We'll see. Yeah, we never know. So y'all, they're sitting in this shitty living room. Oh, um, awful. Just looking at each other and we and sing. Oh well. Oh. So, how was what? your trip? How was oh, your trip? It's great. It was great, you know. It was really great. I just uh, had a good time, and uh, you know, um, when am I gonna get grandbabies? <laughs> like grandbabies? No, I, I, I know, I, I don't know when you are, uh, when you are joking. What are you saying? I don't have a ring. How can I get a dick inside me and a baby? I'm, I can't do that. I mean, I'm so glad you are here with us. Uh, yeah, you know, well, I'm just saying it's, uh, it's a lot to live up to, you know, because, um, well, you know, nothing like birthing an elephant. Woo! You should have been there. Oh, it was huge. Uh, elephant? What do you, what do you say, elephant? I, I know, I know. No, she's, Nellie, she's saying that, uh, that I was big and like an elephant. Oh, yes. That's very funny. I will call my cousin, who is a witch doctor, and we will take the baby out of my belly button so I don't ruin my secret place. I mean, it, I you, I love your style. You're so stylish with your blue. I love your blue. I say so stylish. You know, Mike likes to joke. That's my son. He just makes a joke. You know, he's a jovial person, happy. It's just part of him, you know, Mike. You know, do you like Mike's jokes, Ned? He joked, but I need to tell you, I do not have ring back, so. I want to kill him in the night. Because you do not fight with family when you are loved. Natalie's big eyes, Natalie's big eyes, Natalie's big eyes. I can't say anything. Well, you know what? You know, we're we're just gonna go out to dinner. I think that's a great plan. You know, get us all together, eat some meat, drink some uh, drink some drinks. Ready to go, I, mom? Yeah, that that sounds great. Let me just uh, let me just uh, grab my bag over there with my with my Burt's Bees. My lips are chapped. I, I'm excited to go out for dinner. Where is my gun? And, and scene. Scene. that was our segment, Outside Boys, Inside Boys. And you know what? That was kind of an awkward outside voice, inside voice. It felt awkward when we were doing it. And I realized yeah. because this scene was so we we brought in the energy of this scene. Yeah, I was no we, we like it I made, felt awkward. I felt awkward. We are that was some fucking method shit right there. It was kind God, of like give, we, give we us kind a of, fucking Oscar. <laughs> I think it's a, I think it's probably an Obi that you get. What do, what do podcast things get? You know, there actually is a. Um, there we're is not like there yet. Podcast <laughs> categories. I don't think we're there yet. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not doing this American Life kind of work, y'all. No, I don't think we are. It's not serial. No. It's not. It's not Brene Brown. No. It's no. not. It's not even a Welcome to Night Vale or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> This is dick jokes and sketches. <laughs> but <laughs> we do this to entertain ourselves. 
Let's be honest. Oh, that made me uncomfortable. I enjoyed um, that. But you know what? This was, this was also a little bit of her outside voice was her inside voice because she yeah. was like, they're being funny. And she finally just says, but Mike did not give me ring. Because she's so fu- everything she's in her so is screaming for that ring. So she finally is like, I need the ring. I need it. And so her outside know, voice actually became or her inside voice actually became her outside voice for a minute. I hope I hope I hope as she learns English better. I hope she goes to some type of so she just can communicate easier because I think it is hard for her to get sarcasm and things like that. Um, and I do think my guess, I don't think it's all Mike so sweet. I, I, I have big problems with Mike. Don't get me wrong. Um, but man, she like it's always for her. She's going to get this ring. And then next week we're going to see once she gets the ring, then it's going to be the other thing. Right, other marker she has to have. It's never going to be enough, and it's never going to be like I honestly. I bet she's going fucking crazy in COVID. Looney, looney, looney. Yeah, but she can't go anywhere. She can't plan anything. I bet it's driving her bonkers. The the idea that she says I don't understand sarcasm may be a language thing, but I promise you, uh, Russian and Slavic peoples live with sarcasm. That's all they, it's all they use. It's all like fucking with you. And I've heard. <laughs> uh, you made a smile that meant you were thinking about getting turned on and fucking someone. I was with, um, I was with oh, a Croat, God. a Croat guy one time. And he was so, so like such an edge, like a sarcastic edge. And uh, and he's like, yes, we're, we're all all the slobs. We're all we're all really like dry, sarcastic. And you didn't um, know whether he wanted to fuck you or get away from you. No, he wanted to fuck me. We did that later that night. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he wasn't he wasn't sly about it. He basically says, "Can we just go to bed already?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm so glad you asked." <laughs> That's speaking your language. I know when when some when someone is like reading my mind that way, I'm like, survey said, <laughs> ding ding, whore, whore. <laughs> uh, that was our number one answer. <laughs> Show me whore. <laughs> Show me slut. Number two. Show me slut. Number two. <laughs> Show me dick pig. Three. Uh, and then, <laughs> oh, and the Smiths are going to steal. It's steal. What are you going to steal? Is it, <laughs> is it dick liquor? No. No, it's that final answer. Oh, it was pickle finder. Pickle <laughs> finder was the last answer. <laughs> It's your turn to play fast money. <laughs> okay. What just happened? I don't know. I would love for us to like be a podcast family and play Family Feud. I love Family Feud. And I don't love Steve Harvey's like talk show. I think it's kind of boring and preaching. Yeah, he's funny on the show. But the Family Feud, golly, he's hilarious. Let's move on to the restaurant. Um, um <clears throat> And uh, they're at some restaurant. I'm like, it looks like they, it looks on the side on the walls, like seven brothers or something. Um, 
And I well, like. I do, I do want to say this is actually. Sorry to interrupt, but this is kind of uh, uh, <clears throat> important. Is that you know Natalie kind of says you know if we don't have good atmosphere, I don't want to have kids, and you know. And she says, you know, I don't like give back the ring. It keeps me guessing. And Trish says, well, when you gave him back the ring. Oh. Where, were you keeping him guessing? And, and Natalie says. Silence. <sighs> <laughs> she doesn't know what to say. She's just trying to calm herself. And basically Trish is like, y'all got to figure it one out. And she said, don't test one another. If you don't do that, it's going to make it a lot easier. She's really wise, you guys. I'm I, telling you, she's the Oklahoma. Her. her hair is horrendous, but her soul is the Oklahoma Oprah. Yeah. That's what I'm calling her. So they're at the restaurant, and mom's like, woo, it's hot. It's like my mother when she walks into a place. It's it's hot. Is it hot in here, Jaybird? Or like <laughs> Poodle when he walks into a place. <laughs> Y'all, um, there is never a restaurant that Jake can get cool at. Then. <sighs> Like a red lobster, he's gonna be burning up. I will be. Or, but if it's but if it's like a drafty place where there's where there's are very few tables, I'm usually freezing. Um, but most of the time, they keep those places warm. So, because of old people. <sighs> um. Anyway, so mom's there. Mom is ordering a drink. So is Mike. So you can just see Natalie just trying not to say anything. She's basically like it, there. You can see just a gerbil hamster wheel spinning in her head. <laughs> That's it. The deal with Natalie, she can't. Natalie can't tolerate the the holding of emotion. Yeah. She cannot whatever emotion that is. If it's joy, she's got to be like, oh, it's so happy. Well, oh, I she think just it's, cannot do it. I think it's less about emotion than she can't tolerate for things to be not moving toward a preferred goal for her. Like because the preferred goal for her and Mike is about him losing weight and eating. Basically, in 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 she's I guarantee you in her head. By doing like a one week off or every couple of weeks they're doing no meat, she's going to think he'll wake up one day and decide he doesn't need meat and he will he will join my lifestyle. Mm. And that's exactly what she thinks. So everything she's doing is pushing him toward not necessarily trying to be better, but trying to live the life that she wants him to live. It's not <laughs> about them compromising. It's about her pushing him towards a way of life that they that she thinks they could both really be excellent together with very scientology in a way ah uh, yeah it's a good okay um, yeah that's true so that's true she he's sitting there putting butter on that roll y'all and if you're if you're at a restaurant let me just tell you if you're at a restaurant you put as much butter on a roll as you fucking want you don't better. let anyone tell you i i had my father one time say you only need one pat of butter for that son and I still feel I'm still scarred about it. I'm so if, sorry. If you're at a restaurant, you do what you if you want to eat four things of butter, you do it. Do it. You're out. You're out to eat. You're out you know. to eat. Um, so they're sitting there, and it's very quiet. Natalie is literally just sitting there, smiling <laughs> at her, like love and me, like, love and me, Natalie, love me, love me. And Natalie love me. watches her him put the butter on. Her skin is just she's itching out of her skin and she says, "Don't eat so much butter." And Mother Trish, Trish says, "What? Pardon me?" <laughs> and Natalie says, "I try not to eat butter." And she and then Mother Trish says, "Oh, 
Butter is really good for you. It's good for your mind. Butter is real good for your memory. You can, you know, you can use butter. You can use it as lube. I think she got this from, do you remember the Schoolhouse Rock episode? I was like, butter, it's a use for everything. It comes from milk. We promise this is not paid by the milk lobby. But you want to use butter. You want to use it for lube. You want to put it on your skin when you're doing out in the sun. You want to put it on your skin and you're going to put your skin so good. I like butter. I want to eat it on some corn. I want to like, like butter. I want to eat it on some toast. You can put it on the pan and you could have some eggs in the butter this is not paid for by the dairy lobby <laughs> you know all those things like the butter. cheese thing it was all lobbying oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so and, she she watched the schoolhouse rock with a Trish, butter pat she <laughs> watched that and now she y'all she is the bubba gump of butter a lot of people don't know that but she she knows a lot of different ways. Like I said, you can eat it. You can you eat can, butter. You, you, like I said, you can use it as lube. Once was in a pickle down on uh, <laughs> Highway 75, my flat tire. Um, you know, I uh, used that butter. It was cold, so I patched a hole. And at the same time, use it for a little bit of oil. You know, I like it in my mashed potatoes. I like it in my ice pack pie. But I also like it, you know, as a hair straightener. <laughs> but you just put it. That's how I get my hair so straight. And my bangs stay so bubbly. My bangs, no butter. You can sculpt with it. You can, you can make sculptures. Sculpt with it. If you live in Alaska, you can make sexual items from it and use them. But here, it gets a little warm for that. But you know, you, you, you like can preserve it. a corpse with it. Yeah. I've heard. <laughs> also, I love it. Makes a good elbow salve. Great elbow salve. That's salve. Butter. No, it says salve. Trish, Trish said South. <laughs> Trish said South. Um, anyway, y'all, this butter thing was the weirdest thing about the episode and kind of the best thing it about the episode. kind of the best thing. Even the producer was like, tell us about butter. She's like, oh, it's good for your memory. Now look. <laughs> Have we Googled that? Have we Googled that where that even came from? So a lot of this comes from Bulletproof Coffee and oh, Keto. Oh, so, so she's been doing Keto. So um, butter is does have does have some good fat in it, and y'all, if you want to eat something like butter, it probably is better for you to eat butter than to eat like fucking. I can't it's believe much it's better not than butter. like margarine, or I can't or believe it's not butter. Yeah. yeah, just have butter, but um, <clears throat> it's, and just uh, limit your limit your intake. That's where it comes from. Keto works for some people. Me, when I tried it, I went to my doctor, and he said, "What the fuck are you doing? Your cholesterol is mean- going through the roof." People, people, lose, people lost a lot of weight on it. I did low carb for a while and lost a bunch of weight, but like I put it back on. Um, it's just kind of a hard lifestyle to to uh, to uh, uh, sustain, especially um, when you want to I'm, fuck a loaf of sourdough bread every night and then eat it. Yeah, you know what I really <laughs> missed when I was doing low carb pizza. God. I, God, I miss really. People. I didn't hear about it every day. <laughs> and y'all, you and can again, do that. You can do that fucking cauliflower pizza, but it's not the same. You know how many cauliflower crust Poodle made? He was obsessed with just trying to get the cauliflower crust <laughs> right and crispy. I was, I, I was literally, I was like flying too close to the sun on wings of cauliflower. 
every time I just get shot down. It never wow. worked. Yeah. Wow. And it never crisped up. God damn it. Never does. Um, never but keto does. works for keto works for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> it's just not for me because I was like, I just can't eat more cheese. I can't eat more bacon. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot for me. Yeah. Um, so they start. They're having dinner and they're talking. And Trisha, so um, you know, Natalie's like, uh, "What do you think about Mike eating meat?" And Trisha's like, "That's up to him. It's yeah, up to and, him." And that's pretty fair, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and Mike's yeah. like, "Well, she has it unpacked." And Trish looks at her and says, "Well, that's why weird. have you been back?" And I was like, "Well, we've been fighting." And, and she says she doesn't have a they don't, we don't have a wedding date yet or a ring and, and the ring she then it then she just has verbal diarrhea and, and she's she like says, I feel un- I, that's where the title comes she says I feel unsure and insecure and then she says uh, and then she basically says she 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 moves her queen or her king to rook one or whatever it is or rook to know, king two and she goes we do not have a wedding date and I need to bring my mother. Here with Visa, we need to get mother for Visa, and if we do not do that now, we do not have. She will not be able to come. And, and mother- then I think it's time already <laughs> again for a reality gaze theater of this conversation of when Natalie saw the light. Okay, I saw the light in you. Oh, I need to put that on the honky tonkin mix. <laughs> I told you, stop it. Mentioning that, I put that in the links. Also, pe- people need to know. I don't think a lot of people know that about your gay glitter club mix. Oh yeah, I, I made like I have like three mixes. Um, you just won't shut up about your fucking honky talk. No, I'll, I'll put them on there anyway, y'all. So they're in the restaurant. Poodle will be playing the role of Natalie. I'll be playing the role of Trish. And sing. So I I I just do not know if my mother will be able to come over if we do not set a date. Well, um, do not get pizza. I hope that she comes. I understand that you need to make uh, plans. To, do you think it upset Mike when you gave the ring back to him, Natalie? Yes. Did you even ask? No. Yeah, I, I, I don't. You know, I, I think, uh, think you kids need to think about some things. I know you. I know you want your mom to come. That's a big step, but uh, yes, mom, mother, mother. Yes, I I love my mother. Yes, but um, I understand that she wants your mom to come. But um, but you know, if it might be good just to get the visa, and then if you use it, you use it. And if not, no skin off my back, nor Mike's, and you don't use it, it's fine. But at least you make plans for your mom Thank to you. come. Thank you. Reach across the table. Thank you, Trish. Thank you, mother Trish. Thank you. I finally confessional. I finally found a magic button. Trish. This Butter. Is good for me. <laughs> Butter. Butter. And see. Wow. This like turned around. I was shocked. How I couldn't believe it. Yeah. But honestly, it is only fair. Um, and, and they only needed an outside observer Obser- observer, not observer, uh, for for Natalie for for Mike to say, you know what? Yeah, I probably sh- we should set a date because then then that way we could be proactive about things. Oh, this is what people need to do when they go to fucking couples therapy. They just have it outside of observer because no. Natalie also said Natalie never 
she never realized how it made Mike feel for her to give the ring back. Right. They never Which, and and it was my mind because I'm way too empathetic. That I would be think about that all the time, but she never fucking thought about that. Well, she has those fits and she just gets over them. But for Mike, Mike doesn't work that way. No, yeah. no, he holds on to it. Mike so, is an elephant. He'll apparently out of the mom's uh, when she births him, and he never forgets. Um, literally, you guys, they're going to uh, they're deciding on the date the next day. This episode um, be so long. Uh, should we just go? Should we keep going? And so we can, we'll do the commercial at the end of this section. Yeah, we'll just finish Mike and Natalie. Let's just God, finish it out. We can always find the uh, thing earlier. Yeah, you know, we real, but we really had to talk about that off, 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 off Broadway show. <laughs> no, it was on Broadway. Somebody's ever seen it was on Broadway. Yeah, okay. Um, that was when you could put a Broadway show on Broadway that was really crappy. Uh, that's not true. They still put crappy shows on Broadway. Um, so she's he's like, what about April second? And she's like, no, I like the number three. God, Jesus, Spirit, Spirit. <laughs> And then she says, well, she doesn't tell Mike this, but she married her first husband on the 22nd. And that's why it failed. So she, yeah. So um, mom basically says, we got, I think they've got a long ways to go, uh, but. And she says she doesn't actually think they're going to make it. She, yeah, does say that. She, she does say that. Yeah. Um, but they're talking about having the wedding there with some nice flowers. She doesn't want it to be in a church because he's not baptized. She's like, it would be wrong. I'm kind of. <laughs> But was she saying like a uh, wedding's not real anyway? No, because if if the wedding's in a church he, and he wasn't baptized, it would be wrong. Oh, in other words, okay. Yeah. I was kind of impressed. Natalie came around to that, weren't you? Um, I think she's chosen her battles. Yeah. Um, but it, think about think about how extreme she is. Yeah. She knows she will not get him in a church, and he believes in aliens. So think about yeah. what she's picking. She's choosing marriage. I can be I can be right or I can be married. I chose to be married. Think about it. Yeah, that's true. Um so her mother calls and uh and her, they tell her about the date. She's elated, she's screaming. She's like I love Mike, I love Mike's mother, I love blah blah blah. And one of the reasons Natalie wants to get married is because of her mother, you guys. Her mother's getting older. Yeah. She also wants to have a baby. Um and uh, the mother says, I wish you happiness, health, and joy. And uh, and she just all of a sudden in, hangs up and she bursts into tears and says, I miss my mama. And if that was one of those pathos moments for me. I just – Natalie's just so – she's so in the moment of her own emotion. There's no yeah. there's no back looking. There's no future. It's just all, all in the present. It's, like, it's then, like she's a walking id. Yeah, I – I I find her so interesting and so infuriating at the same yeah. time. Um, I can't imagine her being a good mother. She'd have to grow a lot. She's got to grow up a lot. Yeah. Um. So Tr- then Mike's holding her. Trish is crying. Trish is crying. And Oklahoma Oprah's crying, y'all. Yeah. And so this is a moment, and I think I I think Natalie. I think I I really do believe that production and the edit shows us the craziest side of Natalie. Um, because she's got it, she's got it in spades. She's probably quite normal, um, except for those times. Unfortunately, that's what we're that's what we're being edited to see. Um, and the weirdest thing is, this is the most this is the most interesting of Mike 
So you can imagine what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're done with them. God, that was almost just, 50 minutes. Of, as Trish was crying, I don't know if, and then kind of Trish just says, you know, if you, if you're a crier and you know, your, your makeup's going to run, you just put a little butter under your eyes and it just keeps that from <laughs> happening. Butter. Butter. <laughs> we're taking a break. We'll be right back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals. You know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. 
Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, let's talk about Yara and Jovi. Um, All right. Um, she's yeah. at a pharmacy. She's getting a pregnancy test. Um, been there. Uh, <laughs> she's, uh, you know, she's a. Uh, and so I've definitely waited for a result before. It's true. Ooh. I have. <laughs> Um, same. God, you know when you're uh, waiting. Remember in the old days when you wait for the health department to call? Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, why? Please. You're like, why did I let the defense, I get him to wrap it? Why did I let the defensive line fuck me? I knew I should have stopped <laughs> the offensive line. I knew I should have. Am I now a whore? Y'all, that was an old joke. I never asked. I never asked. So, um, defensive line, not the offensive line. The doctor told Yara that whenever she did have her uh, trigger warning, we're going to talk about miscarriage and things like that. So if you want to skip this section, you can go ahead. Um, but um, see how I did that trigger warning, Poodle? I told people yes, before. I, 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 have, I have done it well before. I just fucked it up last time. That made me laugh so much. So anyway, y'all, um, Yara, the doctor told her that it was going to be very, very difficult for her to get pregnant again. Um and she's not feeling good. She doesn't feel like it's the right time. She goes in the door. She goes in the bathroom. I, I must interject that the clerk who sold her this says, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> this is inappropriate to tell anyone who's buying a pregnancy test, regardless of, clerk, what, of, of what you think you think the outcome should be. <laughs> that clerk saw that camera and she wanted her time. Good luck. <laughs> Whatever time I would have done the same thing. Are um, you scratching your back? Yes. Oh, I had an itch. Oh, that's so much better. I just had a really. I'm bad glad itch. we're doing this on the podcast. Oh. What did you just use to scratch your back? A lotion bottle. <laughs> it was great. I scratched my back and it made my nuts tingle. It just felt great. We need to move on. So, it's, so anyway, y'all. Um, yeah, go ahead, poodle. She calls her friend. Um, uh, she goes in. She goes into the bat the bathroom, and we hear her, you know, uh, flush the toilet. We we assume she's peeing on the stick. And you and- guys, kudos to the camera person because they're doing a very dramatic shot of just a door, and then they go like, <laughs> in on the doorknob, <laughs> like boom. I was like, you literally just made just filming a door dramatic. Good for you. I will say that I kind of agree with Yara. This apartment complex is basic as fuck with these door. Everything's like polished steel. Um, I, that's not, it's not for me. It's very, not very me, lofty. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's gross. Um, so uh, she calls her friend, friend Lara. And she says, you won't believe this, 
I'm pregnant. And I uh, ga- I ga- I went I gasped. What did you Well, I I didn't because I already knew I knew a little bit of the spoiler that she I'll say it now. Spoiler alert. Wait, no, uh, I don't want to know the spoiler. All right, I won't pregnant. say anything. She gave, birth. she gave birth. Yeah. She had a baby. Oh. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, no, that's not a bad because I think that'll be good for people watching this. They're scared that she's going to have another miscarriage. Yeah, I get, I get you. So I actually so she, don't mind that spoiler. Like, we know the baby comes. They had a baby time. girl. Yeah, they had a baby girl. Okay. Spoiler alert. You didn't have to say that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to have a, <laughs> a party for the gender because food will just get it. <laughs> she doesn't get – she got, a, she got the gender spoiled. all my surprises, Carl. Well, just, here's the thing. The, the the sex of your baby is not a surprise to anyone, and it's not a big deal. Stop doing gender reveal parties; they are basic. Stop doing them. It also makes it also deci- you you're also deciding the gender for your baby. Uh, you might see it's it's talking the sex of your baby, but it's not the baby's gender. So just stop. You got a healthy baby; it's a boy or a girl or something else. Enjoy that. Don't proclaim it to the world. Don't use blue. Don't use pink. It's all fine. It's a healthy baby. You're fine with that. Over. Rant over. <laughs> I just want to say for anyone that wants to come to Poodle, that Instagram is <laughs> at Jake it or fake it. Uh, you can find him on Twitter. Please do not use the reality gaze uh, podcast. So you're, you're a fan of gender reveal parties? No, I'm not. You know, I understand. Uh... I understand that people just want to want an excuse to be excited about the baby, but um, I understand that I, too. But find a different uh, way. Hold on, let me finish. Good lord! I was going to say there is that's the point of a that's a baby shower, like just a general <laughs> baby shower is well party. Not like really, that. because a baby shower is quite gendered. It does not involve any male members. A gender reveal well, is a party for a baby. I probably have been in LA too long, but. Here in Los Angeles, which I think is better, a lot of people do baby showers. Like even straight couples, they do baby showers joint. And so I know, uh, but that is not the way for the rest of the of I the US. So I feel like. Um, so anyway, but yeah, I'm with you. I I wouldn't. Um, uh, I wouldn't want to know the. Gen- I don't want to know the gender anyway. If I was having a child, because I feel like his life's last kind of surprise. And then, I, but I think it's fine if you do want to know it. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Don't have a party celebrating one, whether it's A or B. You know, because then, then you're. Th- what a great send out of your baby to say, "Oh, you're a girl, pink." A uh, pretty little princess. We can't wait to see you. Oh, you're a boy. Bruiser, football, blue, insensitive. We'll have anger problems. You know, uh, I, 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 it's it's creating a binary that's already setting the the, the stage for your child. Y'all come at me if if, if you if you if you're a big proponent of gender reveal parties, you can come at me about them. I don't mind. I don't. I do not mind talking with people. I, in fact, I never mind talking with people over Instagram. No, I'm, I'm always not a, happy to have a talk. I'm not really a fan of them either. But you were on such a soapbox, you didn't let me even talk about. It. <laughs> so y'all come at. Poodle. You know what? You say what you want to. You say what you want to about them. I won't say a word. I could. You could. <laughs> I'm zipping my lip. I do. I do think pink is a really pretty color for girls. Y'all, do you see what she does? 
She rides, she toes the line, and lets me do all the work. <laughs> I just said that to Rob. No, actually, I don't want pink for girls at all. Pink used to be for boys. Really? Yes. Red was the color of boys. Like men, but for some reason, like men would wear red, and so like if it was a baby boy, they use use pink. And uh-huh. yeah, so you know what that means, y'all? It means all these colors that we've associated with boys. Nothing. You know? It means nothing. It means nothing, nothing, nothing at all. Well, check out Celine Dion's gender neutral clothing yes. line. Yes, yes. You know why I wouldn't want to have a gender rule? A, it's not that interesting to me. I don't care about the gender of my kid. Um, but um I And I'm not and I, and I'm not shaming anyone who's had one, by the no, way. No, 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 no. That's fine. I just don't um, like them. I would just hate if my kid grew up trans or gay or this or that and they went and saw pictures and they were like uh that's not who i am this is where it started for me but you know but i don't i'll happily go to one happily go to one because i love a party celebrating a baby i don't want to celebrate i don't want to celebrate you deciding what your child's gonna be i'll happily go to one if there's free booze and free cake honestly i hate most parties (laughs) Um, (laughs) so if I'm going to have to stay there for, you know what? I'll probably leave before you reveal your kid's gender. Actually, I'll stay for, if there's free booze, I'll come there and then I'll call an Uber. Y'all, if if I stay at a party more than like an hour, it's a miracle. Didn't a huge California fire start because someone had a reveal party and they like had an explosive and it started a forest fire. Y'all that's God saying, I don't give a shit about gender. Let's move on. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so anyway, so the, the friend, dramatic, I don't know how we talked about dramatic door close-ups and Poodle got on a soapbox. But um, so, yeah, she calls her friend and she's saying she's pregnant. And Yara is like, I don't know. Or as Lacey do. would say, pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> Lacey loves Um. It's love after lockup, Lacey. This was, you know what? I have to say, the more and more we go on with this, I really like Yara. Me too. I did not. You know what it is? She seems super reasonable. And she seems, yes, she's into herself. Yes. Oh, yes. I I don't want to hang out with her. It would be insufferable while she's trying to take pictures. Or maybe she'll grow up as a mom. I love her. I love her kind of, um, I love her unapologeticness. That she doesn't yeah. apologize for who she is. She's yeah. very Ukrainian, um, and and that's the weird thing. Natalie, no, is but I was going to say, Natalie so, is so completely different. Yeah. It almost feels like they come from two different. Well, cultures. I my experience with Ukrainian women, and they it was Ukrainian women, was all the Ukrainian women who I went to school with, for, who played piano in my studio, and they were all very. They were all. Heavy smokers. Heavy they, were all, smokers. They, they loved their fashion. They uh, they were very opinionated. They're very funny. Um, and and uh, very, you're right. When I think about music school, people like from the Ukraine were some of the most sarcastic, funny people oh, I've ever met. Dry, 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 dry. What the heck, Natalie? And, and brutal, brutal senses of humor. Um, but Yara does remind me of them a little bit. Uh, but I, I want to say that she's deciding to not tell him until he's back. And I was actually surprised. We did not have a conversation of what am I going to keep this baby? There was not even a conversation. 
So, uh, I mean, for some people, that's um, not it's not an issue. Yeah, if, if that if I was pregnant, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a conversation for me. I would keep the baby, but um, uh, and there's no really. Yeah, I would. I I'm, I really believe in a woman's right over her body, but yeah. personally, if I was pregnant, I would have the baby. No, I, I get that. I was just saying. I'm I was too surprised. Much my, I'm too much of my mother. I, I think I was, about that kid. I was just surprised there wasn't even a moment where her friends say, "Well, you don't have to do this." Yeah, I, I know, wonder. That way, do they is that culture? They'll support that. I don't. Culture? I do not know. I do not know. Yeah, I wouldn't think they would. She hasn't said anything about being religious, but who knows? But who knows? Um, yeah. So, but what I loved is she said, I love that she just says, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like, this is yeah. not, and I, this was such an honest moment of, this is not my plan. I'm going to be sitting here alone with a baby while Jovi is going to work. I'm going to be all alone with the baby. This In is Guiana, not my- yeah, and I'm not going to be able to go out. Uh, this is not I, my plan. It was just like a, it was just, I, I, it was a very, um, I think human moment. I don't, I don't think any of this was her plan. I don't think she really knew the impact of being alone in a city where, when he was gone yeah, and she would have no friends, yeah, uh, especially the frenemy with her friend who, who we think wanted to fuck Jovi who kind of like gave her like Joby's worst secrets. Um, you know what really sucks about this too? I actually think Yara will turn things around and be a good mom. I do. I think she'll be a good mom. Joby's going to be a shitty dad. I agree. I And I said going to be a really bad dad. I said this Maybe last I'm night, wrong. you guys, but this is the worst cast of men we've ever had on 90 Day Fiance. Mike's the winner. Uh, and we see why. Shockingly. Well, because we met Miss no, Zied is the winner. Zied is the winner. Oh, Zied, yeah. But think, think who we have. We've got Mike. Well, Zied. Tariq. Mm, you know how I feel about Tariq. I'm teasing. You know how but, I feel about but, Tariq. But, but but Tariq, I know that Tariq is on our suit, but he is not in the same category as like. No, Joe he's Tariq. not in the same category as Brandon, Joey, yeah. or fucking Andrew. Tariq is a good father. Oh. Yeah, we, this is this is the worst class of men. The men are disgusting this season. They are absolutely disgusting. So, um, so Yara is on the way to the airport. She's like, Jovi comes home. Yeah, Jovi comes home. Jovi comes home, and um, I do feel sorry for Yara sometimes because I feel like she wants to be excited, but she won't let herself be excited because she's you know she's already worried that he's not going to start. Stop partying. She hopes it's going to be different, and she's nervous. She's excited to tell, but she doesn't know what to do. And she's sitting there like, if my boyfriend was gone for a month, like I don't walk in the room or like walk up to my boyfriend at the airport, and he's looking at his phone with his body language turned from me, and he looks at me and goes, "Hey," but like, that's that's him. That's both of them. That's both of them, and both I feel like them they are. Both this little bit of I'm not going to show vulnerability of who I am. I'm going to I'm going to punish you or make you work no, for that's it. That's their game. That's both of their and games. This is y'all. If you're in a relationship like that, it will not last. It's a little. It's a little codependent too. Um, yeah. On her part. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because they they all have to show how non vulnerable the each yes. the other is. Now, Jovi just doesn't have that 
emotional vocabulary. He doesn't have it, you guys. He does not have it. He's incapable. Yara's just trying to play along because that's what Jovi can handle. If things yeah. get heavy, as we saw in their last discussion, when she said, how am I going to have children with you? You left me. And he's like, sorry, sorry, dude, sorry, I, I was, left. Dude, dude, I was busy. Dude, I was busy with work. I had to go to Guyana. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, that's that's destiny. <laughs> I was busy. I was busy. So God bless her. So she's going to start to see him. And then she says, wait a minute. Are you drinking alcohol in the morning? It's eight o'clock and he's drinking a Coke and whiskey. That's- I can't. I, I'm going to say something and I can't believe I'm saying this. P.S. Poodle drinks a big drink of vodka. <laughs> that made his face like turn inside out because he puts it, it, was, it, was, it was very strong. Um, people drink on weird hours on planes. And it's kind of I do. I think Jovi is probably a functioning he's alcoholic. He's a functional alcoholic. Yes. Yeah, he is. But. People drink on planes, or I never, I never get it. Like I might, I will I might say most of New Orleans are, are functional alcoholics. That's well. true. But people, I just was flying when I was flying back here. I was on an eight a.m. flight, and there was people like having a beer. Yeah, especially like international wine. flights. Especially and, international flights. Yeah, and I was just like, that sounds disgusting to me. But on, on international flights, it's almost like. No, no rules exist. So I think she's right to, and maybe there's, but I feel like in this instance, I was like, eh, I would give somebody a little bit of a pass on this one. I, I think he should just say, you know what? It's, it's okay. I promise this is fine. Or maybe since I just got back, you know what? I'll throw it away. I'll get some, I'll get something else if I want to drink. Now um, this, this is the alcoholic part y'all, because if somebody can't walk away or has to always finish their drink, that's a problem. Yeah, he 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 t- takes a big long sip. I think he's more pissing her off. Yeah, that's but, true. Well, um, uh, he does tell her to shut up after being yeah. there for like two minutes. The way and he y'all, said it, the way he said it, he's it such a piece of shit. Oh. He said it like really quiet, like under his breath, like he knew shut he shouldn't up. say it, but he still had to say, "Shut up." He's disgusting he's garbage he's the worst he's he's one of the worst male 90 day cast members and i'm thinking about someone like colt you know uh this person but think about it think of the way he treats women the way not good and we see a little bit that's basically every you know yars like he just seems so different than the guy i was dating before and we see next week, it, at least for the way they've edited it, it does not look like he handles finding out he's going to be a father well. Yeah, I don't think they edited it exactly the way. I, I, think, I hope they're no, wrong. Listen, though, any, any patriarchal Cajun boy is going to be actually happy to have a child. Um, because that means that that emphasizes his virility. He'll be okay with it. All especially right, well, because they're going to get married. All right. Unless he, unless it freaks him out about not, uh, it'll take him a while, but he'll be come okay with it. I could totally see Jovi asking or wondering if she did it on purpose. Oh, I guarantee you, he'll he'll accuse her of lying. He'll and accuse like, her. Did of you lying. just do this to just like trap me and get a baby? Yeah, he'll accuse her of lying because he did it before. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this will actually be, maybe 
let's look on the bright side. Maybe this actually could be healing for them because they did go through that miscarriage and this is like a second chance of what they thought their life was going to be. Maybe. I agree, but I think he will accuse her of making it up. I do too. Unfortunately. Y'all, let's just, as as pumpers, y'all, yeah, that's a deep cut, but as pumpers from one of my favorite reality shows, Sweet Home Oklahoma says, <laughs> let's just, I love pump pumps. Let's just move on to this lazy Susan of shit sandwiches and talk about Brandon. Does she, did she say lazy Susan she of did, shit sandwiches? She did say she's like, oh. my life right now is just a lazy Susan of shit sandwiches. That was Sweet Home Oklahoma, right? Yeah, I really like that show. I like that show a lot. Um, Yet another show that that got one season, I believe. On Bravo, um, yeah, yeah. You know what I think is interesting because I read the ratings were good too. I think, especially in this climate, I'm kind of shocked. I think like Bravo, they totally need to do Southern Charm, New Orleans. As bad, instead of trying to like bring in like black people and make this these white people on Southern or Charm, regular Southern Charm, yeah, it's a whole New Orleans cast. And they, actually, the last season started to get dramatic and had good ratings and they're not doing it. it you know what? It could have been that they remember that people have to agree to be on these shows. That's true. And so I don't know if Jeff, I liked it. I became friends with several people in the cats. I don't know if Jeff Charleston, he kind of went a little cuckoo name dropper. Uh, anyway, let's talk about no, Brandon and Julia. Yeah. Um, and y'all, this is this can be summed up in a couple of beats. Um, basically, she's feeding the animals. She hates it, which has been going on forever. She yeah. hates where she is. Uh, she tells the chickens to shut up. Um, she calls her father. The father's like, she's like, I am dirty like a pig. And she is. There's like marks on her face. She's a city girl, you guys. Don't forget she that. Is. And her dad and, is. Yeah, go ahead, Poodle. Sorry. I thought I you were gonna, No, it's fine. I was just going to say. Uh, her father tells her that, you know, there can only be one cook in the kitchen instead of two, which is kind of what's happening with her mm-hmm. and Brandon's parents. And he says, Brandon needs to fix this and be a man. He's the head of the, your future yeah. family. He needs to resolve this. And she's like, yes, you're right. I'm going to talk to him today. Um, and she's going to give him an ultimatum. So she calls Brandon uh, in her in her bed and uh and she basically says i don't want to live here i hate this place and he keeps saying julia she julia started, she started the conversation with i'm done julia I'm, yeah he was like stop 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 can we talk about this later when i'm not at work and she's kind like, of just minimizing all of her concerns which he's done yes. from the very beginning y'all if you want to piss me off Say, put your hand in my face and say, no, I can't hear it. I can't hear it. I'm going to scream at you and then grab your hands physically to restrain you to let me talk. And And it's going to be ugly. And she (laughs) says, I feel like I've made a mistake. And Brandon, you didn't see what this is not what you promised me. And then Brandon responds with, I don't understand your phobia of animals. They're cute. And don't you want to feed the cute animals? This is bullshit. Well, it's it has gorgeous. it has nothing to do with how cute the animals no, are. No, it has nothing. It's that, y'all, uh, hey, I think women are beautiful. I don't want to suck tits. If you make me suck tits, I'm gay. Well, That's not what I want. And it's like, this is not what she wanted at all and not what was promised to her. And also, this is indentured servitude, That what's happening here. And it's just – And y'all, from what – we've brought this up before, but from what we've heard about – 
uh, Brandon's parents from sissies that know her um, is that, yeah, we mentioned they're swingers. That's kind of cool, but they're also crazy QAnon. This is like a, an emergency, like uh, doomsday preppers, doomsday prep camp. And also they say that she is just as obsessed with Brandon as on the show. Like this is not putting it on. So I think <laughs> Betty is fucking crazy. So then basically Julia says, you know what? If we, you won't leave, I will go to Russia. I'll go. I hate you now. Um, like, if you don't understand this, bye. And so then he's like, like, can't you just take care of the animals? Take babe? care of the cute animals. And Brandon's like, Julia has no idea of how lucky we are to live in a place for free. And oh, I'm trying really that. hard to make you happy. And it feels, it feels in vain. It feels like I can't win. And I said, you're not trying hard to make her happy at all. You haven't tried. Honestly, Brandon hasn't tried to make really anyone happy he's like riding the fence with his parents but they have all the money and not and this is what happens when you don't ever take a side it's yeah exactly and it's trying to fit her into his very insular life yes instead of trying to make a place for her which is very different very different place in this world no but think about that in this world think about like think about it. it's the same thing of let's say you're if, if your life is a series of dr- like dressers a la Natalie and Mike and instead of clearing out a drawer you just move half of your shit and you give them that much room no i said that's what she's done what this, he's done this is a metaphor and someone a sissy messaged me and said looking at it it almost looks like julia is sleeping not on a real bed but an air mattress <gasps> Yeah, it's all bad, and, you guys. And I just mean that, like, y'all, that's the metaphor of, like, uh, if you don't, you know, you know who's really good at this? A lot of times are people that have been, like, like Danny and Amy. Like, honestly, the people of, like, and it just, it's not always like this, but a lot of the people that the American family is religious. And yeah. so they, they believe, like, they have this church of community. You welcome people. You make people feel welcome. Danny and Amy. Um, child bride and what's his name who were Mormon? Kiryam and Alan. Alan, less said better. Families really do a good job of making this person feel included, and nobody's done that for Julia at all. Well, something's wrong, and you felt it as soon as they met her at the airport. Yep, everyone, you, yeah. you guys, if you have any empathy and any judge of character at all, you knew this was bad. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, basically Brandon's saying things like, you know, regular people and other people would love being in the farm. They're feeding cute animals. They're, they're living rent free. And she's like, no, you don't understand. This is not my dream. This is not my dream of you being gone all day in your work and me being on your family farm under your parents' thumb and basically them regulating our fucking sex life as well. But he Uh, still says he's just, Something that he says that I think is like, Ugh, this is not good. You don't want to be with a spouse who says, it's not as hard as you're, I don't think it's as hard as you're making it out to be. Yeah. Like, I don't under, you guys. That means he can't see it from her perspective. That means he can't see it from her perspective. And you guys, even if you don't, there's been shit that my boyfriend has said that I'm like, I don't see that at all. I don't even agree with that. But you know what? That's his experience. That's where he is right now. And I've got to fucking accept that and let that just be that. Apparently, are you on Grinder again? What's no! Your You're looking on I'm your phone. Just, 
Someone just looked at something. Oh God! Can you just you can see a dick later? You know, <laughs> you can see someone fuck themselves with their own penis later. It's not like you haven't seen that a million times. I have. Um. So basically, he says he finally relents and says, "You know what? If I'm going to lose you, I will talk to my parents, and we'll get away from here." And uh, he's like, "I'm just worried about how this is going to like affect my relationship with my parents." <laughs> you know what? I think he doesn't know it, but I think if he does this, it will be a gift that he didn't know he needed. Oh, totally. No, no this is exactly what needs to happen. Brandon is one of those guys. He hates his mother, but he'll never admit He'll it. never be able to say it. He'll yeah. never be able to say it. Agreed. He can't, and it's in his family, and we see a little bit in his dad, his family, they're all so angry. They're just yep. angry. Bubbling under the surface. Yep. I think his um, dad is scary. Yeah, I could see it. I think his his father could have a second family. Oh my god, y'all! His dad cheats on Betty. I believe it. Well, remember they're swingers, oh, they're so swingers. It, it's oh, probably yeah. they probably have some system. Yeah. Um, I think that's the show. I think that she I does like hug. She does kind of hug him and like breaks down and cries. Well, like, almost yeah. like a release after all that. It's pretty beautiful. And right. nothing about this show is beautiful. <laughs> well, it was a good, good episode, y'all. Brandon and Julia were gross, but this was a good episode. Matt Sharp, keep it coming. This is why we do this shit. This was a good episode. And now, you guys, it's time for our spiritual alert. We don't have one. We don't have one. No, we do. I told you what it was. No, I listened to it. That's the one we already we already played that one. Never mind. Are you we sure? Yeah, I promise you. Why didn't you tell me when I came back? Because I forgot because you took two minutes to go pee. And then two I two minutes. Wow. Up. No, I'm not judging you. I'm saying you know how flighty I can be. I forget. Yeah, we've already y'all, so we don't have any. We're out. We're out. So be sure to send that number to our gatrons um so they can call about poodle. What can they call about? They can call about whatever. Anything. You can talk about what, what uh, something I gave last week? What are you going to do after COVID? You know, or or what are you or how are you feeling now? What do you? Wh- how about this? What are you going to do for Valentine's Day, y'all? If you can't go out for dinner, fuck that uh, Valentine's. You, fuck that. Fuck that Valentine's. Sounds like a good Valentine's for me. You know, again, we well, if you're listening to the Margaret Cho episode, she's going to be doing a live show on Valentine's Day where you um, basically can ask sex advice questions to her. So y'all do that. Do that. Better Do that. better better time spent. That's um, true. I won't I'm not a Valentine's Day person. I won't be I'll be in Oklahoma and my boyfriend will be I'll just be wiping my dad's ass on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I don't it's a made up holiday. Remember, don't I'm, feel like you have you're you're pressured to do anything. I never do. Even when I'm with someone, I don't feel pressured to do Oh, I just realized I'm gonna miss my anniversary though. That I'm a little sad about. But whatever. I'll have wow. lifetimes. I've liked the, an- the anniversary of fucking or dating. No, this is like our big, our big anniversary, six years. So, how is the big anniversary six years? Because it's just a long time. When you make it past five, uh, when and what was your longest relationship, Poodle? <laughs> five months. <laughs> five weeks. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Why is six a big deal? No, it's just a big anniversary. I feel like six is a. I mean, it's just. It feels like 
it just feels like uh, you know what it is. It's like oh god, we're getting close to that seven year itch. That's not you're you're just using other don't don't use other paradigms. It's just not worth no, it. it. Just but it's all those things you see about that you hear about, and it's oh, you're done with five, so it's like you've settled in, you know one another. This yeah, has become tiresome. Let's let's end the episode. I don't want to hear you talk about your your problematic relationship. I love him, so it'll miss him. Poodle, you need to find love. Maybe that's what we'll do in 2022. We're gonna <laughs> get someone for you. Uh, you won't get a thing for me. What I will we find have, whatever what I want. If, what if we have sissies? Like it becomes a game. Like we do a a whole podcast nope. just about nerp, finding you. Nerp, nerp. Call. Nerp. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl Darrell, your your little your little gay cousin. I got someone for him, Carl. Right? You know, Carl. I hate to tell you, no one, no one knows what's right for me but me. I was gonna say, no one knows what's right for you, especially you. There may be something to that, <laughs> but you're not gonna find what I want. You'll have to. I'll I'll need a whole mock up. I'll need a whole mock up. Oh, all right. That's what we'll do. Yo, that's the show. Thanks that's for jumping in with us. Go to realitygazepodcast.com. You know the drill. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars. Uh, we appreciate that so much. It helps get us bumped up, up in the ratings very much Especially so. Since we, since we just changed our name. Yes. Uh, you can do, um, you can, Valentine's Day is coming up. You can, somebody booked a Valentine's Day cameo with me today. So, and me too. Poodles writing them Civil War love letters. Nothing God. says nothing says love. Even like Valentine's Valen- Day wasn't invented yet. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so do what you will, y'all. And uh, you guys, we call these people the loneliest of lonely, lonely hearts because Poodle, aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong? Places? God, I wasn't ready for this. Um, <laughs> yes, I got, I got it. Go, 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 go ahead. I went ahead. Okay. I did it. All the wrong places. And if you know how to seduce me with your woman ways, call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 